warning! The Bone Bad Joe is intended for adults only and contains bad words and other yucky stuff that may make some people very angry. So watch out! Flicks, hot chicks, and sci-fi book picks. Say what pisses you off, tell us a joke about dicks. In the mix, you got the desk, not telling you where it's at. Stephen Gord, oh my lord, bowing down to bone bat. Podcasting your asses in nerdy, masterful classes. Speak the speak of the geek to all the internet masses. Take your glasses off the set, I'm dropping bombs on your dome. In your home, pull your bootstraps up, it's time to burn chrome. Dirty jokes from the nerdy blokes, chewing on them curvy loads. Of that quirky counterculture wrapped up in their wordy show. B-movie, holy men, wombat, metalhead, politics. Amen, independent artist friend Renaissance casters of the full fan spectrum Nonchalant notables break through the bedlam of bullshit Quick wit, free hits of the populace Vulcan with some Romulus, rolling prime like Optimus Holy shit, you geeks are badass. Oh, it feels so good. It feels so good to be back in this motherfucker for truth. Oh shit, this is gonna be better than Cool as Ice 2, Short Circuit 3, Flintstones meet the Silverhawks, Centurions, all that shit, all that, all that, all that. Come on, come on. Elbots rock the spot and go crazy. 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 Coming out the darkest like Justin Hawkins Rockin' with a little bad talk to squawkin' Shockin' like finding out the princes of God And that's what it sounds like when doves cry like an eye Checkin' for your raspberry vinaigrette Smash fake machines like I was working for Intertech I rip, I rip, I I can't afford a Adidas so I rock mad Crocs Illbots, motherfucker, still the best that ever did it Drop the shit and shit, never can you smell it cause I shit it Admit it, Stevie D, Perma, Samson Keep the party giggin' like Ernest when he's campin' Just throw your hands up in the motherfuckin' sky Holla, you know that shit's pie Fly like an ostrich, told your grandma how to pay through dollars for some cheesy fries, cause that's a bunch of cost, bitch. Yo, boss, rock the spot and go crazy. 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 Y'all motherfucking thought I was gonna leave out Big Perm? He's the grimmest cookie of this shit, yo. Illbots is here forever, motherfuckers. Mama say, Mama saw, Mama Kusa, Mama Sierra to Harbor, Mama, I can't stop to the TikTok and you don't stop hitting. They say I ain't a robber cause I don't wear fitted. Ha ha ha, had to find that silly ripped jeans, double weight girl, still find me pretty. Ain't a pity, skinny guys envy. Nigga, you know the game and your bitch chose me. I'm the reason your girlfriend is so much sleep. Plus your girl is easy by taking touch with she sheets. What we gonna learn? You never be the bitch, I got a super color funny, this ass be out of dope shit. Shake your belly meat, perm, shake your belly meat. 
Shake your belly, me Sam. Shake your belly, me. Shake your belly, me me. I, I got no fucking belly, me. Yo, boss, rock the spot and go crazy. 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 Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 127 of the Bone Bat Show. This is Steve. And this is Gord. How's it going, man? It's going all right, man. It's been a little while since we've done a podcast, and I've just been listening to a lot of podcasts, thinking about podcasts. we got a podcast. You know, we're not as big as some of these guys, but I was thinking about our show in light of some of the other stuff I listened to. Do you realize that we have at least 69% more discussion of Ira Glass's taint per episode than any episode of This American Life. That is undoubtedly true. Yeah, that's a big show. It is. And we're doing we're doing more than they are. That we have easily twice as many nerdcore bands as Serial. <laughs> that's probably accurate. Now I didn't listen to all the Serial, but there's a lot of buzz about it. But what I did listen to very little nerdcore. <laughs> that's true. Okay. And you know the final thing I noticed comparing us to other you know fairly big shows is. We have more tampon jokes than Fresh Air with Terry Gross. <laughs> Period. Also true. It's I would bet. one hell of a podcast here, Steve. It, it really is. You know, after our last episode, literally the week after our last episode, our weed episode, Newsweek Magazine came out with a special, Is America Ready for Marijuana Legalization? We were there first, man. Cutting Newsweek edge. listens to our show. Actually, you know, it kind of pisses me off that we don't get more credit. Like, you know how your kids come home with the magazine subscription thing? You do the fundraiser. And so you, oh, yeah. you throw them a couple of magazines. So we got Entertainment Weekly. Every issue, they're doing, like, podcasts you should listen to. And every time I read that article, it pisses me off that we're not on there. Entertainment Weekly clearly does not listen to our podcast, and they should. Exactly. Think of all the awesome independent music we would introduce their readers to. It think would of, blow their minds. Think of all the dick jokes that they've never even thought of. Now, maybe if Newsweek would talk to Entertainment Weekly and let them know about how awesome we are, that could change. Yeah, yeah. Big magazine, man. They're out to get us, I'm telling you. <laughs> it's all big ink. They're after us. <laughs> it's, a, it's a conspiracy. Uh, so, yeah. Welcome, everyone, to the Bone Bad Show. The music you're listening to this episode is Roanoke, Virginia's own Illbots. How cool is that? That's pretty cool. Absolutely. The comedy, the killer raps, great beats. What a fun band. Stevie D, Big Perm, and DJ Samson have been doing a wonderful job putting out tunes for over 10 years, and it is exciting to finally have their music and an interview with Stevie D on this episode. Word up! Also... We get ever closer to the 2015 Bone Bat Comedy of Horrors Film Fest. Are we sold out yet? Oh my god, my eyes are bleeding. <laughs> Did you see that picture of me naked? What happened? I've been watching shorts and shorts and more shorts and then more oh, shorts. Yes. And then when I'm not watching shorts, I'm watching shorts. It's seriously cutting into my multimedia triage time, let me tell you. Yeah, yeah, I, I hear you. I've watched a lot of shorts. Triaging far less medias right now. It's a problem. Well, you know what? Maybe our, our multimedia triage will be a little abbreviated, but our film fest will be that much more awesome. All for it. That's exactly right. It's getting exciting. Uh, currently, we have only have literally 26 tickets left. 
for this show. We are 80% sold out. So if you want tickets for this year's event, don't mess around because they're going to be gone. And we've got amazing stuff. Once again, the Pine Box Boys from San Francisco coming up. Opening for them, their own side group, Lester T. Ra's Graveside Quartet. Two features, tons of fantastic shorts. And believe me, some of them are truly things you have never seen before in your wildest imagination. You cannot imagine how great these shorts are. Stop even trying to imagine it. You can't. You cannot imagine some of the shorts that we've seen. Some of the shorts we've seen that are good, that you're going to be blown away. You've got your basic stuff, right? You've got your zombies, your werewolves, your, your serial killers of, of all types. There's, there's mummies and witches. You've got a lot of the, the go-to situations, antagonists, kind of characters. And then you've got shit you've never even dreamed of. Exactly. And we've and seen it. Is, and we're showing it. We're discerning. Because we know that you've seen the zombie shit. And we know you've seen the vampire shit. We mix it up. We look for something with a twist. That you would never see coming. Yeah, you won't know whether you're coming or going. But tickets are almost sold out. We sold out last year. If we sell out this year, I don't want to have people standing out front offering to blow Steve for a ticket. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. No. If anyone's going to offer to blow Steve, it's me. And I don't need a ticket. It's my festival. Delicious beer from Mac and Jack's, which I'm actually drinking right now. I'm having a nice tall glass of Black Cat Porter, my friend. Wow, I'm having a nice tall uh, can of Schweppes lemon lime sparkling seltzer water. That sounds it's naturally worse flavored. than hell. <laughs> it almost <laughs> it almost has a flavor to it. Anyway, so that's what we've got coming up, folks. We've got uh, great music from the Illbots, awesome interview, and in a couple of months, we got the Boneback Comedy of Horrors Film Fest. Somewhere in there, we're going to have a Bone Battle gaming tournament that we're working on as well. So a lot of neat stuff out of the Bonebat camp between now and April. Stay tuned. But first, Gord. Steve. What pisses you off? What pisses me off? What pisses me off more than seeing insurance ads in the Super Bowl with dead kids starring in them. It wasn't that an upper. I like that the, it was a twofer, too, because it's kids are dead and you're fat. <laughs> right. They didn't even end with nationwide. We're on your side. They just, like, left you there. Yeah, the Weight Watchers commercial with just, it was, it like, mentally insulting while I'm holding a plate of wings. Nobody wants that shit. You know, even me. I've always considered myself a rather scrawny individual i think weasel like is a, a proper way to describe me but i felt fat and then recently i looked in the mirror and i realized i am getting fat it's like my already thin stick-like chest and shoulder region has become even thinner and that mass has sort of fallen down into the gut region i am a just a disgusting man <laughs> And thank you to Super Bowl commercials for illustrating. Yes, thank you. That pisses me off. I don't need to be reminded of that. You know what else pisses me off? What's that? I got a new PC, migrating everything from the old PC to the new PC. That sounds exciting. It doesn't matter how careful you are. It doesn't matter how redundant you try to be in backing up your files. Once you finally pulled the plug on the old machine and packed it away, that's when you discover there are still critical files on the old machine you've got to pull back out. And most of them are porn. That's right. I said critical (laughs) files, didn't I? Is this thing on? Jesus. Yeah. What else? Uh, In the news, 
Standard and Poor's, great big company, finally got convicted of uh, their part in the great big financial meltdown that just about knocked the entire, well, not just about, it knocked the entire world economy off its tracks. Yeah? Did they yeah. stick it to the CEOs? No. No, they just find the company itself. Everybody responsible still gets to take home a big-ass bonus. Unreal. And they can pretend like they've been punished because their 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 company itself had to cough up a little dough. They, they may not be able to hire some more interns over the summer. How does shit no. like that happen? Fucking BP oil. They like destroy the Gulf. Who goes to jail? Nobody. Financial collapse. Lying to people. Your money. My money. Steve. Gone as a result. Who goes to jail? Nobody. You fucking rob a liquor store. You go to jail. But if you do it from behind a desk, you get a corner office. And Obama. No different. No different. Pisses me off. Yeah. Yeah. Man, you make my what pisses me off items feel frivolous. They usually are, Steve. I don't know that that's always true. <laughs> I didn't say always. Okay. I said usually. Fine. So, Steve, what pisses you off, well, you, friend? You, well, you mentioned the Super Bowl. Yeah, you got. You should be happy. You there's, came in second place. There's right? one thing I want to say that pisses me off about the Super Bowl. Only one. Give Marshawn Lynch the fucking ball. <laughs> Just give him the ball. Give him the ball on the one yard line. Give Marshawn Lynch the fucking ball. He's still kind of a good runner with the football kind of guy. All right? I have to say about that, I don't want to talk about that anymore. <laughs> I'm trying to put it behind me. It's painful. It hurts. I believe you described it as like that day over Macho Grande. It was, I'll never be over Macho Grande. You never will. You know what else pisses me off? Now, mm. you're you're a Coke man. You drink the Coke. I do. I just am not drinking it at that moment. Not at the moment, but uh, on the whole, in general, that's how I drink it, you are right a Coke drinker. Now you, But I know you don't eat a lot of fast food, hence your skeletal physique, but... Yes. At fast food places now, there's this thing, these machines that they have with like... 57 different varieties of Coke and Coke products in oh, one yeah, machine. It's more than 57. Now, the too. kids love it. My son right. is, a, oh, wait, we got to go to Taco Time, or we got to go to here or there, because they've got that machine that makes the Coke. Listen, the, the fucking Coke slot machine, here's the problem with this. It's the same, kind of the same problem at Taco Bell. Six ingredients for 57 items, right? <laughs> How much can that box hold? So, invariably, your Coke never tastes right. But on top of that, you're always getting the slurry of Great Powerade spooge from the guy who had the drink in front of you as it hoses out the mechanism into your glass. Which is bullshit. Because there's nothing worse than, you know, I pay a buck fifty or two bucks for a fucking Coke, and then it doesn't taste like Coke. It tastes like a suicide that you used to get in Little League when you thought it was cool to mix all seven flavors of soda. Yeah, my, my younger kid does the suicide thing on those, and it's like I just have to give a time limit. Like, no, after uh, 98 seconds, it's time to step away from the machine because he could be there indefinitely because there are almost infinity flavors in those things. But it's not good doing that. It doesn't taste no, it's good not. at all. It's no, horrific. I don't need my Coke adulterated. Don't yeah, cut my but that, Coke. That's the thing. You can't, even if you tried, it is a challenge to get unadulterated Coke with that particular type of machine. That's right. Bring back the day when you've got, like, one thing of air, one thing of syrup. (laughs) There you go, Mountain Dew, motherfucker. That's how it should be. And that is what pisses me off. So, dude, how about a tune from Illbox? 
Sure. I got to say, this is one of my favorite Illbots tunes of all time. Taken from 2007's Ringtones for Rotary Phones, this is the opposite of abstinence. Girl, I've been wanting you since Hector was a pup. Now the full grown dog, and girl, you're hella grown up. Yo, your boobies blown up. You got to throw some D's on ya. And I'm feeding for your love like off a FIFA's on lasagna. That's my word, no Josh. We could be back in the box and stick together like two kids in Velcro motion. Hell, I'll even start falsing yo and waxing my tank. Putting cuss words shit. I'll be a motherfucking saint just to be with ya. I ain't got no bad intentions. I ain't Thomas Edison. Ain't got no inventions. I just want to marry you and take a care of you and cherish you and stare you just like an awesome pair of new Adidas. Don't even show you my Peter or its place. Who gets my dick so big it's got a motherfucking basement? I don't even wanna do ya. I mean, unless you wanna do it, probably not. Forget I mentioned it. Oh fuck, I think I blew it, yo. <laughs> if you would like to, we can sit at home and play Battleship. If you would like to, we can make some pancakes with the biscuit. If you would like to, we can go shopping for some antique china. If you would like to, I stick my penis inside your vagina. We can do the opposite of abstinence. We can do the opposite of abstinence. We were young, I remember carving our initials in a tree. JPM and STT, that's me. Stevie Tyrannosaurus D. We used to hold hands and drink high C. Now I get this funny feeling in my pants when you're around. I wanna do that dance I heard about from Digital Underground. Get naked and wrestle and put my tongue all in your booty. Wait, did I say that out loud? I mean, let's chill and watch a movie, see what's on Lifetime. Oh shit, I love this joint. Harvest the passion fruit. Yo, girl, this movie's on point. So usually, I be busting more moves than Young MC. And if I get to your house at 10, I fucking left my 1003. But you everything I've ever really wanted in a bitch. I mean, ho, I mean, trick, I mean, skank, I mean, shit, I mean, fuck it. I'm just trying to clock you like a watch. Don't forget it. Wait a minute, yo, your hands up on my crotch, yo. <laughs> This is real! If you would like to, we can sit at home and play Battleship. If you would like to, we can make some pancakes with the biscuit. If you would like to, we can go shopping for some antique china. If you would like to, I can stick my penis inside your vagina. We can do the opposite of abstinence. We can do the opposite of abstinence. We can do whatever you want to, as long as what you want to do is put my straw in your juice box. We can do whatever you want to, as long as what you want to do is get up on my fraggle rock. We can do whatever you want to, as long as what you want to do is give the love bong a hit. We can do whatever you want to, as long as what you want to do is... Um... <laughs> oh boy, we're gonna do it! <laughs> if you would like to, we can sit at home and play Battleship. If you would like to, we can make some pancakes with the biscuit. If you would like to, we can go shopping for some antique china. If you would like to, I can stick my penis inside your vagina. We can do the opposite of abstinence. We can do the opposite of abstinence. Ill bots in this motherfucker. All right, once again, we are back. God, that was the opposite of abstinence, taken from Ringtones for Rotary Phones from 2007. And joining me now yeah. on the show, 
the one, the only, Stevie D of the Illbots. How you doing, man? Yeah, doing good, doing good. Thanks for having me. Thank you Appreciate so much it. for joining us on the show, man. This is a kick in the Seattle, ass. So. You, you know, <laughs> except for uh, the, the Super Bowl disappointment, we're doing pretty damn well. Yeah, yeah, sorry about that. I imagine <laughs> Seattle is a very sad place right now. <laughs> it's getting better, but yeah, we were pretty sad for a little while. But you know what? It's smoking because we finally have you on the show. Now, it seemed to me that it was only a matter of time since I first heard you guys on Radio Free Hipster that you would be on the show. Because Exactly. Love Z. He's the man. But you know, you guys are hilarious. We think we're funny. Thank you. You make great music. We like great music. Thank you. You make (laughs) dick jokes. Great. We make dick jokes. I mean, it's like just a pair that was made in heaven. We had to do that. Right. <laughs> well, thank you so much. So, dude, tell me how the Illbots thing got started. How did you get your shit together? Uh, so we were like backstage at a Velvet DeVoe concert, right? <laughs> okay. And uh, we went up to uh, Velvet DeVoe, and we, they were like, yo, uh, you know, what's your name? We were like, Illbots, and, you know, you know what I'm saying? And they were like, Sing a little song for me, so we were like, you know, doom 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 da da, doom 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 da da, da 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 da. And after we did that, I mean, basically we got a record contract, and you know, it's just been a big fucking deal ever since after that. You know, so. that explains how you got so huge, Thank right God there. For exactly, exactly. You know, <laughs> we joined the East Coast family with you know another bad creation, and yeah, it was great. Now, on the real tip, um, me and Perm met up in 1997 at Fairham College, and I had been writing raps, I guess as I was 12 years old, and I'll never forget, I, <laughs> I saw Big Perm at Fairham College our freshman year, this big black guy walking around with this skinny white guy who was his roommate, and I'm like, those motherfuckers look fucking ridiculous together, they look <laughs> dumb as shit, and <laughs> little did I know, and uh I had a friend who, uh, you know, lived down the hall from me. He's like, man, he's like, you know, there's this big black guy who lives down the hall, and uh, he plays guitar, and he's awesome as shit. You know, we should go down there and listen to him. I was like, all right. So went down the hall, and this big perm, and he's playing guitar, and he played uh, Boom Bop. (laughs) (laughs) And Tuesday's gone by Leonard Skinner on his guitar. (laughs) And I'm like, this is the awesomest motherfucker I've ever met in my life. He actually lives like 20 minutes from where I live, and our hometowns were like real close together. Huh, and you'd never and, met before. You'd never seen him before. No, no, not at all. So we just, I mean, we liked the same kind of music and everything. And, you know, it's funny because he was more into playing guitar and alternative music and fucking hardcore Weezer slash home fan. Mm-hmm. And I was more into the hip hop. So I got him to start rapping. The white guy got the black guy to start rapping. <laughs> and the uh, <laughs> black guy got the white guy to start, uh, you know, doing, like, the acoustic kind of stuff that we did, like, our acoustic album and stuff like that. That was more big firm. But uh, I had a few albums that I recorded, mainly parody kind of stuff. Uh-huh. That I would record on cassette, and I would pass those out to my friends and stuff, and I would get big firm to be on some of those. But when we moved to Rona together after college, I had a friend who had a studio, and he was like, dude, if you ever take this seriously, he's like, you know, I'll get you in the studio, and we'll start recording you, and, you know, we can actually make something out of this instead of these little rinky-dink tapes that you put together. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we went to the studio, recorded our first album, Nothing Rounds with Engine, which was just supposed to be like a fucking 
concept album EP about these two robots from outer space <laughs> who come down to Earth and get addicted to drugs and porn and everything and just fall apart. Well, <laughs> it didn't happen that way. We ended up making this first album that had nothing to do with that. And then it was just going to be a one-time thing. We were just going to do the one album and quit, and that was going to be it. But the first album did pretty well locally, and we started taking off, at least in this area. Uh-huh. So then we did the second album, and we just kept going from there. So who was um, doing your beats back in the early days then? Was it DJ Samson, or that was that would prefigured his joining no, the band, right? we didn't even meet Samson until the second album. With the first album, me and Perm made beats, and then he had a friend named Keith who made a lot of beats. And yeah, it was mainly just the three of us. I would kind of do, mainly Fruity Loops. <laughs> we got the Fruity Loops program and kind of fucked around with that. And, uh, yeah, it basically just, and I suck at making beats. I never made any beats after, like, the second album. <laughs> I did make most of the beats for Opposite Abstinence. Tomac, our producer, he touched it up and polished it and made it better. But besides that, <laughs> yeah, we got we got actual good people to make beats after that. Yeah, that's that's probably the wise move, man. <laughs> <laughs> beats, uh, I'm more of writing lyrics. I'm much more of a lyricist. I, I like doing that. The beat making is not my forte. <laughs> well, that's, that's what I, you know, what I've actually, one of the things I enjoy, and I'm sure it's both you and Perm, but just a, a ton of cultural touchstones and music references yeah. and all kinds of yeah. shit. I mean, clearly, you, from the... You, just listen to your music you're not just rap fans you guys have a pretty no. wide net of shit that you listen to oh yeah we're total music nerds me and Perm would just talk about music all day long and, and one of the big things we like to do is just make lists and we would just like constantly make lists alright your top 10 fucking heart songs you know what are your <laughs> top 10 fucking clash songs alright well, what are your top 10 Frank Zappa songs pre-1980 you, you know we just <laughs> Yeah, total music nerds. Uh, that's just all we ever talk about. Yeah, it sounds like something like your iPod sucks came directly from those conversations. Exactly. And the funny thing with that, like, that song was kind of a you know mix of Mickey Avalon's My Dick, of course, yeah, and sure. uh, Run DMC My Adidas. And I remember, like, I was writing the Putting This Delicious album, and I was just like, all right, I need another song, and I'm trying to think of something. And I literally... I was like, well, some people look around the room for inspiration. So I remember just like being in my in my bedroom looking around. I'm like, what the fuck did I write about? And I just looked around. I had to see my iPod sitting there. Like, oh, that'd be a good idea. I was right about the shit on my iPod. <laughs> well, they say write what you know, right? <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> Who knows better than their CD collection? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and anytime I can, you know, reference. Mike and the Mechanics and groups like that in the skit, you know, the better. Oh, yeah, that's totally fun. And I really enjoy coming up with the band names, you know, and then, like, when we did the video, we get to dress up as the bands and everything, and that was a lot of fun. Yeah, that video, is, it's that. a kick in the ass, it really is, I hope. I hope our listeners, <laughs> if they haven't checked it out yet, that they uh, get a load of that, because it is a, a lot of fun. Right. Don't watch your iPod suck. <laughs> <laughs> that was uh, 2011, right? Pudding is Delicious? Yes. And yeah. then, uh, since and then, we've been lazy as fuck and haven't done shit. <laughs> you had your uh, 10th anniversary concert, right, just last year? Yes. Yes, we did. You stepped up. Yeah, yeah. And oh, that yeah. was huge. That was a lot of fun. Um, it was the 10th anniversary of the first show we ever did. Our first album came out in 2005. Uh-huh. But when we first started performing, it was 2004. That's when we came up with the Obot's name and started doing concerts and stuff. So was it in the uh, exact same club that you played your first show at? 
or someplace else. First, no, yeah, right down the street from it, though. We did our first show at a place called Green Dolphin here in Roanoke, and uh, that was kind of our CBGB here in Roanoke. Like, that was where the up-and-coming artists played that, you know, weren't cover bands and the original band. That's where we kind of, at least in Roanoke, that's where a lot of us got our start. And they only were open for about five years. Mm-hmm. Um, but we ended up doing the show at a place called Martin's, just right down the street from there. And uh, they packed the house. I mean, it's fucking totally packed, and we had a blast. It was amazing. And it might have been one of the greatest shows we ever did. I was pretty nervous because we were playing last that night, and I know there's going to be so many people I hadn't seen in a while. I wanted to talk to so many people. And the older I get, I'm 35 now, the older I get, I lose my voice a lot quicker. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, especially, it's not like you tour every week, you know, to build that right, up. Right, right. Yeah. Like, people like Adam Warrock and uh, Trap One, and, you know, they're constantly on tour and constantly playing, and, you know, they can, they're better with the, the voice control, I think, and with me, I don't play as much, so when I get up there, I just go balls out, and then by the end of the show, I'm just totally fucking hoarse for weeks. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys have any plans for anything new in the near future? No. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, there goes the interview. We should. <laughs> <laughs> No, I have written some stuff. Um, I've written some new songs, and it's just been a crazy couple of years. Like, um, after putting this delicious, I had a kid pretty soon after. I had a kid in 2012. Mm-hmm. Greatest kid in the world. So that kept me pretty busy. And then about a year, year and a half after, after that, started going through a divorce and going oh, through all that stuff. That, um, yeah, so that's almost done with. And so kind of getting to the point now where I can kind of focus on other things and work on stuff and I have written some songs and me and Perm have talked about stuff but it's harder to get together you know Perm and I live two hours apart and with our work schedules and my schedule with my son and everything it's just harder to get together oh yeah I can imagine sure I don't know I wouldn't say it's the end I mean I have written some stuff and me and Mm -hmm. Perm have always said well this is going to be the end we're not going to do anything anymore and then we end up doing stuff so Well, you, you know. know, you know, we'll be keeping our ears peeled for it, man. We want to hear what you Thank got you. next. So, I'm going to ask you a few, Thank just you. a lightning round of questions. Why don't you uh, just right. fire off whatever comes to mind? Okay. What is the best DVD solo album? Ah, the best DVD solo album, probably a tie between Leap and Lesbians <laughs> and Crack Rocks for Tots. <laughs> I remember the interview with you on uh, Radio Free Hipster that Z did. And you're 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 naming off all these unlikely album titles, and it reminded me so much of Spinal Tap because it's just like you expected you to say it was a two word review. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, they were in order. Let's see: uh, Songs to Poop On, Crackers Delight, Pass the Biscuits, Leaping Lesbians. Crack Rocks for Tots, yeah. Bravo, sir. <laughs> but that's not including the, the albums I did as a kid. I was like, come on, dance to this. So stupid. Holy shit, you're you're a young kid, and yet you've been pl- making music for over 20 years. Yeah. That's yeah, fairly substantial, man. When I first started, it was mainly me rapping over Casio beats <laughs> and Naughty by Nature instrumentals. Uh, <laughs> and probably but, making yeah. up dirty words to them, which is, you know... That's what Ilbos yeah. brings out the twelve-year-old in me that wants to make up dirty lyrics to everything. So that's why I dig you guys. Well, I was such a huge Weird Al fan, and it's getting to the point where we might get to meet him. I might have to go into that later. I might finally get to meet Weird Al. But such a Weird Al fan, but I always thought, like, what if you know Weird Al was dirty? Like, is he never cussed? You know, and, <laughs> right? Yeah. And I think that's a great thing about Weird Al that he doesn't do that. But I was like, what if there was 
you know, like a dirty weird out. And now they're all over the place. I mean, with YouTube and everything, I mean, everybody's got a fucking dirty version of a song. But, you know, like in the early 90s, that wasn't really a thing. So that was like going to be my gimmick, you know, I was going to be like the dirty weird out. <laughs> all right, sure. For a while. But then I liked rapping too. So I was like, yeah. well, you know, I don't know. I kind of like rapping. So Makes sense. Makes sense. All right. Yeah. How many basketball jerseys does DJ Samson own? <laughs> a fucking lot. A fuck ton. Is that a number? A fuck ton? <laughs> I think that is. I think that's a metric number. I think if you if you round a fuck ton up to the nearest <laughs> ten, I would say at least twenty. All right. All right. <laughs> Black flag or Slayer? Ah, oh, that's tough. I know, right? It's a punk and metal. Oh man, that's tough. Because both were so influential. Um. I've seen both live. Now, I only saw Black Flag in the latest Greg Ginn. Oh, really? Okay. Incarnation. Yeah, and they had uh, Ron Rise singing, uh, who did the Jealous Again EP. Um, he was singing with them when I saw him. Yeah, Ron Rice. Right? It was yeah. like in this hole-in-the-wall club, and it was weird. Because they were just like hanging out in the audience with everybody. And it was just weird, like your fucking heroes hanging out with everybody. <laughs> oh, yeah, I got to go with Black Flag. Black Flag. I got to go with Black Flag. All right. When Surge came out last year, did you pick up a case? Uh, no, I did not. But a lot of people hit me up about it, like, I guess because of the skit on the Putting It Delicious album. Yeah, like, exactly. As soon as it came out, I had a ton of people hit me up, like, dude, Surge is out. <laughs> yeah, oh, I think I, I saw it I on... Z, I think Z did. I think Z got it. Yeah, I got some. I saw it on Whitey Cracker's Facebook, I think. I was like, oh, shit, yeah, I'll grab some of that. It tasted <laughs> tasted just the same, how much, man. How much did it cost? Oh, it was like 20 bucks for a case or something like that. <laughs> Definitely Including it. freight, so I guess it's not terrible. <laughs> Best Wu Tang song. Oh, that's a tough one. All right, now does that include? Is that just Wu Tang songs? Like yeah, or yeah, straight up Wu Tang. Wu Tang five albums or whatever. All right, straight up Wu Tang five albums. All right, I'm an ODB fanatic, so I want to say dog shit, but I might have to go with Protection Neck. I know that's kind of a common. That's answer, a good one. But that's what really got me into Wu Tang. And I remember seeing Jizz's verse in the sources, it was like the hip hop quotable. And I remember reading it before I heard the song. Because the source was like the fucking hip hop Bible back in the day. Oh, sure. And I remember reading that. And I was like, man, that's a fucking tight ass verse. And then I heard it after that. And I was like, man, this is fucking amazing. <laughs> and, um,. I mean, it was just based on rhyming. I mean, there really there was no hook. There was, you know, it's just fucking eight guys rhyming their asses off. Yeah. And oh. that's what really got me into Wu-Tang. It's just this whole new thing. And, yeah, I, I got to go protecting that. At that time, I was listening to just 36 Chambers over and over and over again. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I grew up in the country in Amelia, Virginia, which a um, little small country town outside of Richmond. And... I'd always listen to rap. I'd always been into Run DMC, Public Enemy, you know, Fat Boys, Eric Dan Rockham, EPMD, De La Soul, all that stuff. But, you know, no one else really in the country was into that. So they're saying, ah, oh, you're a winner. You know, like everybody else was pumping Metallica and Megadeth and everything. And that's cool, too. But it was this weird thing. Like, as soon as Wu-Tang came out, it was like all of a sudden okay for white people to like rap. <laughs> and like all white people just started pumping Wu-Tang. And I'm like, where the fuck were you motherfuckers like five years ago? Like, I've been telling you motherfuckers. <laughs> but it was, it was a gift and a curse. I mean, it was great that everybody was finally accepting hip-hop, but at the same time was frustrated like, you were making fun of me for years. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I can probably 
rap every word to protect your neck still. So, <laughs> nice. they're amazing. All right, and then the last question. We always ask all of our guests here on the Bone Bat Show. Stevie D, right. what pisses you off? <laughs> so many things. <laughs> How come there was never an ALF movie? I think that's what pisses me off the most. There's been movies about, like, you know, because the SpongeBob movie just came out. And there's, you know, all the stuff in the 80s are Transformers and everything, G.I. Joe and everything. But there still isn't an ALF movie. Now, I don't want Michael Bay to do it. <laughs> then again, that could be awesome if Michael Bay did it. I'll right. be blowing up shit. But yeah, I, I, th- I think there should be an ALF movie. That I will say, yeah. nobody has ever answered that before in the history of the show. 127 <laughs> episodes. You are a unique human being. That's all I can say. <laughs> Thank you, sir. <laughs> and y'all are amazing. How's the uh, the uh, movie thing going? The upcoming... Uh, the film festival. Uh, the film festival, yeah. It's going great, man. We've got like 25 tickets left. It's probably going to be a sellout. It's still two months away. Uh, yes. You know, we, we are currently watching shorts until our eyes bleed. We have close to 800 <laughs> submissions, 800 submissions, and there's 800? just yes, oh and there's God, just and there's just two of us right now to watch them all. So, it's it's wow. amazing. We've got uh, a fantastic band coming up from San Francisco, the Pine Box Boys. They're going to play with us. Nice. It's going to be fucking great. That's amazing. That's great. Well, congratulations with that and good luck. That's thank awesome. you so much. And thank you so man. much for using our song in the uh, in the Kickstarter video. Oh, that dude, that was that was just it. perfect. It was funny because he he had shot like his stuff separately. Gord did, and I was kind of just uh, editing it together. And all of a sudden, I'm like, what if I put sepia tone? And what if we make this a funeral video? And what if I get ill? Oh, shit. This is going to work. You know how, <laughs> like, just, yeah, now. an artistic thing just starts to click and it's such a rush? That's exactly what that was. So thank you so much for being a part of that, man. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah. How about it? That was great. <laughs> all right, man. Well, why don't you lead us into this next cut? All right. Well, we're going to go into Dinosaur, Dinosaur. One of my favorite tracks I'm putting is Delicious. Thanks again for joining us, man. Yeah, thanks for having me, and Bone Bat Show forever. Yo, Stevie D back from out the clothes hamper. What'd you think I was going to disappear like all those other comic rappers? Get a reality show on VH1 or some shit? Celebrity Fit Club or some shit? Shit, yo, I'm skinny as a motherfucker. Still the biggest in this game, no, yo. Still the best. I'm a fucking dinosaur in this bitch, yo. People scared of me, yo. I eat rappers for dinner, lunch, breakfast, brunch, brenna, breakfast, dunch. Step them back, bitch, you better get them back. Bitches, I'm on the road up to the riches. Hand the game on over my ice. It's Stevie the D, bitches, feel like a sweet tea. Bitches, step on the Mickey D's. Bitches, how I drink that ice. Fill a spot, bitches, suck on a tater top. Bitches, how I'm a chicken sandwich. Is how I like them. Spicy. Still the best that ever did. It's still the Another dude who's fat and black. Hey, what the fuck you say, bro? Hey, yo, I just said that. I only weigh a buck fifty, but yo, fifty, you that a sack? Yeah. And that's nuts, baby. Big swollen nuts. And some of Ross, man, crazy cheap, just like a little bag of us. Oh, don't give a fuck. Nick Flanders, don't give a heck. My little homie, baby, Bowie, took a pencil in his neck. What? Step him back. Bitch, you better get him back. Bitches, I'm on the road up to the riches. Hand the game on over. Nice. nice. It's Stevie the D. Bitches, feel like a sweet tea. Bitches, step on the Mickey D's. Bitches, how I drink that ice. Yellow spot. Bitches, suck on a tater top. Bitches, how I'm a chicken.
and I'm a writer like my twin. You know his name was Samuel Clever. Stevie D, ill bucks, a true note. If you see me up on Facebook, give me a poke. Okay, step on back, bitch, you better get on back. Bitches, I'm on the road up to the riches, hand the game on over my nice. It's Stevie D, bitches, feel like a sweet tea. Bitches, dip on the Mickey D's, bitches, how I drink that ice. Nice. Yeah. Ellis Bob, bitches, suck on a tater top. Bitches, hell, I'm a chicken sandwich, is how I like them. Spicy. Still the best that ever did it, still the biggest, don't forget it. Better scream when I'm coming like dinosaur, dinosaur. Yeah, motherfuckers, it's a dinosaur, dinosaur. Time on my grind since 89. Got the mic, give me goosebumps like RL Stunt. On my grind like my T when I hit TMJ. If you like to put a ring on a Beyonce, I don't care to play. Don't wear belts, my pants are falling. Play to the ball, throw spit balls before I'm balling. Too hot to handle, too cold to boast. Ghost, step like most of the corner jokes like game show hosts. Stevie, DVD, DVD, like Chuck D, bringing the noise in. Cause can't compete on for me like that old dude for poison. Bring Michael's Rick and Rock and CC Bobby Doll. I know your bitches be impressed. I knew I'm all hot. Just hand the game on over. Nice. It's Stevie the D, bitches. Feel like a sweet tea, bitches. Dip on the Mickey D's, bitches. How I drink that ice. Ellis Bob, bitches. Suck on a tater top, bitches. Hell, I'm a chicken sandwich. Is how I like them. Spicy. Still the best I ever did. It's still the biggest. Don't forget it. Screaming dinosaur, 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 dinosaur. All right, once again, we are back, and that was Dinosaur Dinosaur, as Stevie D so succinctly put it, taken from the 2011 CD, Pudding is Delicious, from the Illbots. You can pick up the Illbots entire recorded catalog at illbots.bandcamp.com. You can get their greatest hits all bought in a bag of chips for only five bucks, Gord. Good lord. Sweet deal, man. Yeah, I think I should probably just... Quit out the show right now. You can finish up yourself. I'm going to go uh, buy that. <laughs> Finishing up myself if I had a dollar for every time. <laughs> so, dude, uh, film festival. Now, we're, we're doing a film festival, as so everybody knows. If they listen to the show, they follow us on Facebook. We've talked about it a little bit. If they come within earshot of us, they know and we're doing a film festival. currently, as we're sitting, we have over 850 submissions. Mother of God. For this film festival. It is insane. The sheer depth, width, and girth Girth. of the submissions we've gotten. And a lot of them are pretty good. But also, a lot of them are not. And the thing is, you know, each film festival, you sort of have to, to gear yourself for that festival, I think, when you're submitting a film. And you've got to look at what type of a film festival this is. Now, for instance... Our festival is a comedy horror film fest. Yeah, or a horror comedy film fest. So right now, we're going to tell you how you can potentially get your film into the Comedy of Horrors Film Fest. This is what you need to do. One, be a comedy horror film. Yeah, that's a good call. Sure. Two, be a horror film or be a comedy film. But in order to make the cut with something that is straight up horror... Or straight up comedy, it's got to be really good. Yeah, yeah, it does. There's a higher bar there, I think, for something that is a straight shot than if it was a comedy horror film. You, you've got to be really on your game to make that work. Another thing we like: be clever. 
we do like that. And you can be clever animation. You can be clever live action. You can be clever at just about anything, but be clever. We've had clever films that were shot with an iPhone and have made yes. this festival. And the reason why is it was smartly done. It made us laugh. It made us think. Which, you know, comes to the next thing. Be original. Mm-hmm. If it's something that we've never seen before, after five years and the submissions keep growing exponentially, you may get a shot in this festival. That's one of the things you can do. Yeah. Now, to be original, it's not easy. No. But some no, of no. you are actually doing it, so kudos to you. And again, you don't have to have a huge budget. You could do it with a cell phone. You could do it with a $5,000 budget and a cast of friends that worked with you on your last feature. One of the really original films we've seen so far in the submissions this year, very low budget. Yeah. I think it might have been done on an iPhone. And crazy. I've never seen, I never even thought of that as a horror element before. And yet, fantastic. Yeah, original. The other thing to really get our attention, have a great twist. Zig when we think you're going to zag. Absolutely. Now, Zig not when we think you're going to jag. Not that there's anything wrong with linear storytelling, but. A lot of times that ends up taking away the originality because you've seen that sort of thing before. That's right. Now, horror really depends upon the element of surprise quite often. Yes. Comedy, if you really think about it, always depends on the element of surprise. You have to be surprised in a way. And so when you put a twist, which is a surprise, on top of those two things, we're so surprised. Yes. And we love it. And we this love is, that. We, could, we should rename this the Surprise Film Festival. <laughs> we should. Now, things that might cha- make it challenging for your film to make it in our festival? Yeah. Have your film be a drama. That's not what we're all about. Maybe it's a really good drama, but it's not going to get in our fest. We don't give a shit about that. We no, care about comedy gonna... and horror and horror comedy. Yeah. Be a documentary. No, nope. what, who did, why do you do that? Don't submit a documentary. Knock it off. Be a coming-of-age story about a young boy in India. Stop it. Be a video of animated rocks. <laughs> I, I haven't seen that one, but I'm not surprised. Be a YouTube video of Be a YouTube video dog. with a big stupid bunch of advertisements in it. Yeah, or just really your puppy? You shot your puppy and you submitted it a film film? You should slap yourself right now. You, you should. If you put the words MUST SEE in all caps, you should slap yourself. Five minutes of simulated rape? What the fuck? No what slap. is wrong okay. with people? Comedy horror, rape certainly horrific, rape not funny. No, we're not running it. Five people, minutes of rape, less funny. No, they need to be arrested. You're not doing anything. I don't know what you're doing, but it's not making us go, wow, that needs to be in this fest. It's not going to no, happen. No, it's making me go, wow, really, you need to not be alive. Yes, so those are the kind of things to think of before you submit a film to the Bone Bat comedy of horrors film fest think horror think comedy think mixing those things together think cleverness originality and a great twist and you can be on our screen on april 25th 2015 at central cinema what about a guy who jacks off in his shoes a film about that let's go to another tune (laughs) this is from pudding is delicious once again 2011 the illbots your ipod sucks my i Makes me a musical god. I got lists that'll make you stand up and applaud. My iPod's fresher than the freshest salad. Yes, I like an olive garden salad because there ain't none fresher. My iPod, straight Jay-Z blueprint. Yo, iPod, Jay-Z blueprint edited. My iPod, black flag and slayer. Yo, iPod, Jay-Z 
Mike Smith. Yo, iPod, Aerosmith. My iPod, got a million gigabytes of the illest damn shit you ever heard in your life. My taste is exquisite, yo, taste is yuck. My iPod rules, your iPod sucks. You roll with three gigs, I got a thousand hundred. I got Tom Waits songs that he ain't even done yet. You a pop head, common ass product of the system. I'm indie as fuck, I even got a bit listen. If you got more than 25 fans, I bet you don't know shit about the following band. What you know about Panda Milk Situation? What you know about Car Catalog Nation? What you know about Tank Tops and Traffic? What you know about The Orlando Blue Match? My iPod, got 30,000 of some. You love the freshest butter tracks that make you feel like a crumb with your iPod. Cause your taste is yuck. My iPod rules, your iPod sucks. If your iPod was an alien, I get the shit deported. My cell phone rang, it was your iPod, I ignored it. If your iPod on Facebook, I denied friend request, and if your oppa wants to dance, I punch it in his bitch neck. My iPod, you can press 350. Your iPod is a panty slash sissy. My iPod is so raven. Your iPod, not so very raven. My iPod, make it say yo snap. How the hell you get so much flavor on that? My taste is exquisite, your taste is yuck. My iPod rules, your iPod sucks. I'm putting on your iPod because your iPod is wax, son. You got what doves cry, put it under Michael Jackson. My Pretty good, actually. I like Johnny Cash. He's, he's good. My iPod, 73 Stevie Wonder. Yo, iPod, 83 Stevie Wonder. Yo, I hate your iPod like Big Perm hates hair. And if your iPod was pregnant, then I'd push it down the stairs. They got covers for every album and every six pack of rack. My iPod's like an iPod. Yours is like a cassette. You got death cap for cutie, but you don't have plans. Yo, and you don't know shit about the following bands. What you know about the Beatrix Pottery? What you know about unclogged arteries? What you know about the fuck shit? What you know about? Your pudding is delicious. My iPod, make it say, oh damn, hey, you get so much flavor in the palm of your hand. Cause my taste is exquisite, your taste is yuck. My iPod rules, your iPod sucks. My iPod, my iPod, my iPod, filled with Illbox tunes, your iPod is a zoom. Man, why you gotta make fun of my zoom on records? Tag. Shut up, Samson. <laughs> you gotta zoom. Uh, uh. <laughs> 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 couldn't, couldn't think of that quick enough. <laughs> All right, once again, that was the amazing Your iPod Sucks from Pudding is Delicious. Now, there are a few bands I've never heard before. <laughs> so, dude. Uh. Chord's weird shit. Chord's weird shit, yeah. Some people's favorite part of the show. Really who? Name them. Bob. Oh, okay. <laughs> hey, Bob. Uh, this is for you, man. Stan. <laughs> Morty. Bill Gustafson. <laughs> so what's your weird shit for this week? Here's the weird shit. Maybe it's maybe it's not weird to you. Maybe it's fascinating. I found it actually kind of fascinating. But they did. I don't know who they is. But they. Big elevator? Big, ele- big elevator. <laughs> <laughs> that was such a great episode. Oh, dude, it may be one of the best episodes ever. We'll talk about uh, it in triage. We'll talk about we it. We will. Okay. All right. No, not big elevator. But uh, they swabbed the turnstiles of New York City, of the New York City subway, rather, to see what kind of uh, life forms were living there. 
And after they swabbed all these turnstiles and looked at the DNA of everything that they'd collected, fully half the DNA they found was of no life form known to man. Half of it. Is that awesome or what? So what does or- that mean? Does that mean that DNA mutates over time into something unrecognizable, like it's a part of a decay process? Or is there some unknown to man creature oozing all over the <laughs> love losing oozing all over the subway in Lovecraftian fashion? It's Each night no, they don't sleep. have DNA. What it means is there's a lot of stuff out there living in the world that we don't even know about yet. And a lot lot of it is invisible. It's visible if you let it build up enough. Yeah, it's everywhere. It's awesome. I mean, they found a lot that they did recognize. Yeah, recognize, but couldn't fucking place on a subway like cucumbers and wolverines. (laughs) Yeah, well, (laughs) I think they may have taken some liberties with how they classified the data because they said something about how... They found the bacteria that's responsible for mozzarella cheese. And everybody knows that it's not a bacteria that you make cheese with. It's a yeast. A yeast is a fungus. A fungus is not even the same freaking kingdom as a bacteria. It's as similar as, say, an elephant is to dickweed. Yeah, but Which is probably a real plant. Somebody in New York City taking a slice on the subway and dripping some mozzarella. I mean, that is at least conceivable in the realm of possibility. But yeah. like Wolverine DNA? You know like, what this means is somebody some in New, crazy New York shit going is, on. is fucking a Wolverine. <laughs> oh, I don't know. On the subway. <laughs> I don't know how you get to that. He could have just been I got like, there. walking it or... <laughs> They're fucking it. Just going why at you, that why Wolverine. Why you gotta jump straight to fucking it? <laughs> right there on the L. No, I guess the L is not Yeah, it. that's Chicago. Wrong scientific right. experiment no. altogether. That could be where I saw the Wolverine getting fucked. The shit that happens on the L stays on the L. <laughs> stays way up there on the L. Yeah, so next time you're taking the subway in New York... Don't touch anything. Touch nothing. <laughs> it's not touchable. It's untouchable. <laughs> yeah, and that's my weird shit. Ah, oh, science. Mm, is there anything that you won't disgust us with? Here's to science. All right, speaking of, (laughs) I guess, oozing DNA all over a subway, from Pudding is Delicious, this is Give a Little Love. Just one of them days, you know what I'm saying? One of them nice sunny days, you just wanted to go to the park, you know what I'm saying? Lick on an ice cream cone or something, snack on a Mr. Good Bar, you know, real nice day. Wake up and the sun is in my face like, wanna give the world some love and then I think I'll do it. It's such a beautiful day, I think I'll jump up on the roundabout, from as fast I can the circles till I puke my Frankenberries out. Give a shout out to my people in Pops Ice Cream Shop, see some preppies in the corner wearing Birkenstocks. Your coal is busting, call an ambulance Till I pick up your people and change your poopy pants Oh, they're my bot spit, perm, salmon, cha-cha Scabaya, what the fuck you doing hanging with these gay bows? You were in happy days, I was a meth Kawinky dink, give me a hug, perm, got drugs Moe's got the drinky drinks I'm so happy I could fuck the sky Like da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da Have a little, let a little kiss a cripple Give a little love Oh, come on now Rub a little, hug a little, tweak a nipple Get a little love Share a pickle, give 
a little love. Oh, damn right. Wiggle, wiggle, giggle, smiggle, peanut brittle, get a little da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Hey, what's happening? I hope you feel the way I do. Like you got let out of school, like you just free high root. No one's gonna keep me down, no one's gonna make me frown. Everyone I walk past give me high fives and dabs. Give me packs when I wanna drink it. Camo filters when I'm thinking fresh cubes. When I'm gleaming hookers, when I'm Charlie Sheenan. Who loves Owen Soda? I do, like Kellen Keenan. Who hates behaving good? I do, like Ensign Demons. Come one, come all, get like me and be happy. Get loose, don't act like you're in the Jill's backseat. Hawk, who goes there? It's firm and I'm feeling great. This life be easy, like going downhill and roller skates. Found a genie lamp, rubbed it hard as I could. Now there's trees in the hood, cause I wish them niggas would. So what you gonna do when the five roll by, like da 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 Have a little, let a little, kiss a cripple, give a little love. Oh, come on now, rub a little, hug a little, tweak a nipple, get a little love. Gee, come on now, bear a little, care a little, share a pickle, give a little love. Oh, damn right, wiggle, wiggle, giggle, smiggle, peanut brittle, get a little da 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 Have a little, let a little, kiss a cripple, give a little love. Peanut brittle, get a little da 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 Have a little, let a little, kiss a cripple, give a little love. Oh, perm, sing it now. Rub a little, hug a little, drink a nipple, get a little love. Yeah, pose, sing it now. Bear a little, care a little, share a pickle, give a little love. Yeah, everybody sing. Wiggle, wiggle, giggle, smiggle, peanut brittle, get a little da 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 Have a little, let a little, kiss a cripple, give a little love. Yeah, that was dope, son. I like that. Yeah. Now everybody sing. Da 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 da. This is Stevie D from Illbot, I-double-L-B-O-T-Z. You listen to the Bone Bat Show, yeah? The greatest podcast ever, motherfucker. See ya. Once again, that was Give a Little Love from Pudding is Delicious. That was, I think, the very first Illbot's tune I ever heard from our good friend Z. At Radio Free Hipster. I heard that tune. And as I said in the interview, after that, it was only a matter of time before we got this band on the show. And you were right. Yeah, I was right. Once again, illbots.bandcamp.com. Buy some stuff there right now, today. Do it. Multimedia triage? Multimedia triage. (laughs) Multimedia triage? Hello, sir. You want some multimedia triage? Uh-huh. Can we just start right now with Archer? <laughs> okay, yeah, Archer's we've been talking still about it. Just awesome. We've been talking about it. You know what? The the Miami Vice season was kind of eh. ass. They I were trying pretty fun. hard. Man, it was fun. It was depart. It was departure. But this season, I think, is so much better. I don't think it's better. I think it's still great. <laughs> They've had some standout episodes though like the one the most recent one the whole thing just about takes place in an elevator 
It is. Oh my god. Twenty five minutes of hilarity. It is so funny. It just keeps building and building. That should be a play. That and should the, be an on Broadway play. The jokes came so fast and so furious in that one, because there's nowhere for anybody to go. There's no in between traveling from here to there. There's nothing except for seven people trapped in an elevator. And it's getting progressively worse. Yeah, jokes were told like underneath other jokes. You had to listen carefully. Yeah, no, underneath gotta, groans or you got to watch that twice to get everything. And yeah. How many shows go five seasons and still can be at the top of their game? Not many. Not many. Walking but that Dead didn't fucking do it. It's just nailing. I love how at the very end the doors open up. It says "touchable" on the back of the elevator. Just inexplicably. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know where that's from. Yeah. Awesome. You know, I've actually seen some movies that are not shorts and not related to our comedy horror film festival. You lazy motherfucker. I know. I don't know what I've been doing. That's all I did was I like managed to fit in a couple of normal films to keep my family happy. No, no. You see, that's the problem. That's your issue right there. You try to keep your family happy. (laughs) I do. I know. I just live in my little dark hovel of a home. Occasionally I poke my head out and like shriek at my children and then go back to doing whatever makes me happy. That's why I will die first in the zombie apocalypse. That is why I died first every time in Left for Dead. I would always go back and try to save my friends. Actually, it's because you usually inexplicably run off to the left somewhere. Yeah, because fucking Freak Wolf was like, eh, eh, crying somewhere in the distance. and I go. Yeah, he was right him. there with us. Her brother the thing. D, you just run away. Piece of shits. And then there you go. Now I'm dead, too. Great. Mm-hmm. That's great. Yeah. Speaking of dead, I watched Fury, the tank movie with Brad Pitt killing Nazis yeah. in a freaking tank. And? It was awesome. Really? Yeah, really. You knew that movie was going to be great. It was why, why great. Why would I think that? I, that movie looked like something I didn't care about at all. Now, if you don't like war oh, movies... Oh, you're a tank guy, though. World of Tanks and all that shit. I should have known. Yeah, okay, no that's wonder. right. That explains it. They're in a Sherman Jumbo, and they're killing Nazis. Yeah, but he doesn't do it with, like, a huge buck knife, like in Inglorious Bastards. Bastards. That's right. He's using a tank. God. I think you Why just is this like, so hard for you to understand? I just think you like a shirtless Brad Pitt sweating in a hot metal can. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you Truth. still having trouble understanding? Truth this? be told, jacking those shells into that long barrel. <clears throat> <laughs> Fire! <laughs> yeah, no. If you like war movies, this is you know, then you're gonna like this movie. If if, if you want a movie that's uh, not sad that everybody lives through and has, you know, happy, happy all the way through. Do not watch this movie. It is a war movie. It is grisly. It is gritty. There's some messed up stuff that happens because it's war and it's terrible. But, yeah, great movie. Speaking Check it out. Of, of violent, gritty, over-the-top films, just saw John Wick. I just got that disc today. With I'm gonna re- I'm Reeves. gonna watch it like tomorrow. Okay, I'm not gonna say anything, but it's fucking great. It reminds me of like John Woo's bullet ballet films, like The Killer and Hard Boiled. It is a shoot 'em up, but is a shoot 'em up that takes a few moments to be poetic. It is fucking great, and there are moments. It's got a great cast. 
there are moments where you'll be backing up to watch a scene again just because it is so badass. All right. Love that is it. so great to hear. Oh, Usually so, when I get so a disc good. and someone starts talking about it, it's like I saw the biggest piece of crap ever. And No, nice. no, I got to give a shout out, man, to uh, Brent McKnight from TheLastThingIC.com, a very cool Seattle area movie reviewer for putting this on his end of year list and shouting it out because I, I sort of had it on my radar saw the trailer and he was just pimping it and just saying man you got to see this film and he was so right so i'm glad you're going to get to see it let us know what you think next episode i will let us know what, what i think the other film that i saw that i really enjoy but it's a much more low-key affair is boyhood by richard linklater Oh, still want to see that. Good stuff? Yeah, I liked it a lot. Now, it's not as funny or as, you know, uh, I don't identify it as much as I did with Dazed and Confused because, you know, I kind of was a kid around the 70s and that has more of a nostalgic feel to me. But the the acting in it is great. And what I liked about it was it was a movie about life that didn't end up being a total fucking downer. That's novel. Yeah, it has like some very sort of uplifting points to it and i left that film feeling really good about the journey i'd been on for the two and a half hours so i liked it a lot um it may not be everybody's cup of tea it is a lot of sitting around talking but i really enjoyed it as well cool you know to tie things back into uh inglorious bastards i saw the movie zero theorem which starred christopher waltz oh really okay yeah and this was a movie by Terry Gilliam, of all people. Really? Yeah. Of 12 Monkeys fame? That's the one. And Monty so, Python? The one and only. So, you know, this movie is set in a weird, dystopian, weird future that's weird. He's never done one of those before. Yeah. But it's, you know, it's exactly what I signed up when I went to watch it. The premise is this: uh, there's this reclusive computer genius that, that's named Cohen Leth. And he is trying to solve the zero theorem. He's trying to figure out the most impossible puzzle that management is throwing at him. And management is played by Matt Damon. And he does a really good job in this movie. Tilda Swinton is in this movie as a psychoanalyst uh, ROM. She's a computer program. She was in Snowpiercer. She was pretty great in that. Yeah, she does weird stuff. She was in uh, Last Lovers Left Alive, which you that movie didn't watch, was a piece of shit. Watch. By the way, you watched it after I told you not to watch yeah, it. Yeah, what was on cable the other uh, the other day? I like turned it on to watch some of it. God, that was boring. See, I told you, should have listened to me. I thought Jarmusch like had I don't know. Yeah, he's got such a rep, and I know I've seen stuff of his I liked, but that movie was rough. <laughs> I knew it wasn't for you. That's okay. I've also watched a couple episodes, episode one and episode two, if we keep you track, of Better Call Saul. You watching this? Nah. Yeah. Watch part of it. Watch part of it. Yeah. Huh. That's fun. I'm liking it. It's, you know, the Saul, the attorney from Breaking Bad. It's his backstory, how he came to be. And a few characters from Breaking Bad are popping up in this. And it's really cool to see the the genesis of how all of these folks came together. I'm liking this. You're not liking it, though, huh? I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We recorded it, and yeah. we were sort of waiting for other things to for something to watch. And you know, we by the time we got there, it was halfway through. We didn't want to spoil it. Watch some of this. Watch some of that. Uh, and I wasn't immediately dazzled. 
but we'll see you after I've watched the full both episodes. We have yeah, that, that's no way to watch something. It, it's not, but I don't know. It kind of felt. It reminded me of that Pat Oswald skit. I don't really care where the things I like came from. <laughs> I love that skit. You like Angelina Jolie? She give you a big boner. <laughs> Here's John Voight's testicles. <laughs> Ah, Pat Oswald, he died for our sins. That's sort of how I feel about Better Call Saul on very first blush. Okay. Well, I think the camera angles are wonderful. The the way it's filmed is wonderful. Some of the dialogue is wonderful. And I think it's going to be cool watching this character change. I like it. I think uh, episodes one and two of Better Call Saul, pretty awesome. Come on, it's got Tuco, for Christ's sakes. (laughs) It did have Tuco. He was crazy scary again. Yeah, but not as crazy scary yet. But no. dumb. Yeah, so that's what I've been doing besides watching a big chunk of the now 800 films submitted to our film festival. See, uh, the other stuff I had on my list, I'm currently reading uh, Scott Lynch's uh, Republic of Thieves, which is the third in the trilogy uh, preceded by Lies of Locke Lamora and Red Seas Under Red Skies, which was uh, both good books, really enjoyed them, and I'm really digging Republic of Thieves. It's really fun, well-crafted. It kind of does what he does, where it tells a story in the past of Locke Lamora and his band of thieves that he grew up with, in addition to the current scheme that he's working on. And uh, a lot of fun. I'm about, I don't know, only 20% into it, but it's a good book. I'm liking it a lot. And uh, I picked up Dying Light for the PlayStation 4. Yeah? How was it? It's you were psyched so about far. this game. Yeah, no, nah, it's uh, kind of, I'm not into the zombie madness yet, though. I, I basically played it about an hour, and I got into the parkour tutorial at the start of it. And, you know, I'm kind of shitty at the running and jumping stuff, so that's take, yeah. going to take a little learning around the controller. But uh, so far, so good. The graphics, uh, animation is fantastic. It's a great-looking game. And can't wait to start smacking zombies in the head with a pipe. <laughs> As you are wont to do. Yeah, that's a lot of fun right there. That is a good evening's entertainment. Oh, uh, You know, I forgot. I actually read part of a book, too. And I want to tell people about it just so they can avoid this book. Now... I read The Secret History of Wonder Woman. Because, hey, right, it was supposed to be a psychobiography and it was supposed to be all about this comic character that maybe one day will actually have a decent movie. And I watched the series growing up as a kid. I like Wonder Woman. I'm man enough to admit that. So I started reading this book. I've read some boring books in my day. I have literally read a book about the history of salt. (laughs) This book is so fucking crappy boring you should absolutely buy a copy of this book and if you've ever eaten way too much cocaine and washed it down with like a quadruple espresso and your heart is beating so fast that it's about to blow up out of your chest you just grab this book open it to any page you will come right the fuck down and go to sleep (laughs) terrible book do not read this book she doesn't even touch herself in the invisible jet no Damn. I had to do my own fan fiction for that. (laughs) All right. Let's listen to one more tune from Illbots. Now, this is a tune that 
has a very special place in our hearts as it is the song that we featured in our Kickstarter video for the 2015 Bone Bat Comedy of Horrors Film Fest from the appropriately titled 2006 release, Illbots 2 Electric Boogaloo. This is I Miss You Money. Yo, yo, uh, is Perm dead? Is, 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 he, is he dead? What the fuck you mean, is he fucking dead? Poke him with a fucking stick if you want to. He's fucking dead. He smells dead. He sounds dead. How the fuck you sound dead? Dumbass. I miss your money. I miss your money. Since you're dead, I don't see you much no more. With you, I was rich, but yo, without you, I'm poor. Whores, beers, and crank was the life for us. My life still got all that shit, but all yours got is dust. You moved six feet under, didn't give me your phone number. You sleepy ass bitch, chilling in your eternal slumber. Now nothing's left but the memories. Some Hennessy you left under the bed. And I'm a drinking now that you're dead. Can't believe you did the shit and didn't offer to share it. You know that hypercolor in your head, guess what I'm wearing? Just to piss you off, cause you sold me out. Yeah, that was a great idea, bring a shook night to your house. All like, listen to my demo, yo, I swear I'm the illest part. Talk about how you could represent the role like a cell block. Besides, you ain't a shit since Dre and Snoop left. Next thing I heard, you caught 60 in the chest. I miss your money. I miss your money. Miss your money. God damn it, it seemed like a good idea that minute. But something went wrong, now I'm getting into some bullshit. All I see around me are some clouds and shit. No alcohol, no cigarettes, no bitches. But at least I'm in heaven, so is she. Zuck, I'ma give him a pound and say please to me. Just, we can crack a couple of bits and eat some pizza. And I can tell a stupid story of how I got here. But yet and still. I miss your money. What I did may have been stupid, but at least it was funny. So put some beer on the floor for the fallen G and take a couple of big swigs in remembrance to me. Even though I got shot 60 times in the chest, I still believe I could have made death row death. So if you see Suge Knight Cold chilling in the limo, do me a favor, dog, give him my demo. I miss your money. Miss your money. Days yeah. Right Thinking about my man, Big Perm. I really don't miss him that much. You I know I should, and that's kind of mean to say. Basically, since he's dead, I've gotten all his CDs, his DVDs, all his dirty midget porn. I'm going to sell your Bush CDs and your Hump CDs. That really, that's some bullshit. Can't believe you even bought that shit. It's just common, son. But I'm keeping you special, Ed. I don't miss you. Okay, maybe a little. But not for you. You wear clothes I'm blue. Burned it! All right, once again, that was I Miss Your Money 
taken from Illbots 2, Electric Boogaloo 2006. Buy it at illbots.bandcamp.com for only five bucks American. I can't hear that song and not think about me holding a chicken. Days go by, but not for your chicken. So, so thank you. First, we'd like to thank Stevie D from the Illbots for joining us on the show. And now I think we ought to thank our Kickstarter backers because they are the reason we are having a film festival. That's right. We kind of glossed over it last episode because we were so exhausted and getting the show out and everything. But gloss, gloss. we don't make this festival without you. You guys are the heart, the soul, the backbone that makes this festival run. You have given we us need you. There's the no film festival without you. There's no I in film festival. Oh, well, wait. There's totally is one. Yeah. yeah. But you've sure. given us the opportunity to put this show on for you for five straight years. We appreciate it so much. And right now, we would like to thank you, the 55 Kickstarter backers. I'll start this off. Eric Margaret. Thank you, Eric. Cinema Diabolica Podcast. Homeschool. Patrick. Sean C. and the Film Freak Mafia. Shannon Flowers and Matt Hammond from Seattle Geekly. Michael Jelly. John Merle Holes. Damien Doom Smolko. Diana F. Stuart W. The W stands for Wales. Bitdog and Ms. Bala 13. <laughs> Jesse Gillespie. George Huddleston Kohler. Jesse and Jessica Brosh. Kimberly Poole. Neil Della Osa. Hands Off Productions. Connor and Preston. Luna and Lorelai. Drunken Zombie Doiner. Doiner. Tony Vacantios. Judy Wilkin. Teresa Z. G.G. Silverman. G.G. Silverman. I did not mispronounce her name or yeah, say what's it wrong. The, what's the title of her book? You know what it is. <laughs> Stymied. Sverax Blacks. Unipigasus. Limo. Iggy Palios. Your mom. Andy Normus. Stalker Farms. Haunted Attraction. Flub Kablamowitz. Happy birthday, RZ. The Benjamins. Chris Schaefer. Curtis Lowe. GT Printing Equipment. Woo-hoo! Because nobody knows equipment like GT Printing Equipment. G. Alexander Banna. Tony K. The Reverend Josh Marimore. MC117. Rich Wasserman. Shannon Kelleher. Lawrence K. Sky Oxford. How's that for a name? That is... God, I wish I was named Sky Oxford. Yeah, no, I'm Steve Holitz. That sucks balls yeah, compared to Sky is, Oxford. Well, I'm Gordon Culkins. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I guess Billy Hitler balls was taken. <laughs> Riley Brunette. Will Kadra. Kate Merriweather. Bubba and Dixie. Death Asterix star. <laughs> Corey J. Stewart. And Corey J. Stewart. Andrew Tam. And, and Jerry, Jerry Cooch. Cooch. Thank you, all of you, once again, for making the 2015 Bone Bat Film Fest a reality. You've all turned in, almost all of you, only six of you have not turned in your surveys yet. So if you have not, please... Turn in your survey. Let us know what size T-shirt you want. Let us know if you want your tickets mailed to you. We're going to be taking care of all that good stuff very soon. 
Those bastards at GT Printing Equipment probably haven't done their survey, have they? They sure haven't, but that's <sighs> the kind guys. of thing I expect from them. They know equipment. They don't know surveys. Yeah, it's not GT Survey Equipment. It's not. It isn't at all. Our usual bullshit. You can reach the show at 425-296-6557, or you can talk to us via email at steve at bonehand.com. Got new content on bonehand.com every once in a while, and it is also the home of the heavy half hour. I like how this has evolved. It's like every week, most weeks, every so, once in a while, uh, <laughs> over the years, the bone hand. You know what's interesting? Of, the heavy half hour has been getting a shit ton of likes on Facebook lately. D- dude, the heavy half hour is a really good show. I'm that if anything blows up, I think that will be. Yeah, the thing. I'm gonna I'm gonna do that show another a new episode here pretty quick. As soon as this one's into bed, probably next week, I'm gonna do a new one because there's been a lot of great music lately, so we can make this happen. Yeah, I think that's a I think that's a good thing you're doing there. Well, thanks, man. You can find my stuff, such as it is, MightyWombat.com, new tune every week. And then we're over there on the Twitter, too. I am Mighty underscore Wombat on the Twitter. Do you and tweet on the Twitters? I'm on the Twitters. Tweeting? Every once in a while, I twit out something. <laughs> Flush twice when you twit. Yeah, and uh, we're also on Facebook, aren't we? We are indeed. We've got a Bone Bat Facebook page, as well as a Comedy of Horrors Film Fest event page. So you can check out new news from us at either of those places. Additionally, we have a Bone Bat Twitter feed, which is also a good place to go for the latest news and information about new shows, when we got a new episode, what's going on with the Film Fest, etc. Finally, etc., We also want to thank you for listening. And if you like what we do, please spread the word and tell a friend. Tell your friend who happens to be a writer for fucking Entertainment Weekly. That's what you can do. We're talking to you, Newsweek. Tell that friend. (laughs) (laughs) All right. One last tune that we would like to play for you from the Ill Bots. This is another one from 2009's Greatest Hits compilation, All Bot and a Bag of Chips. You can get this for only five bucks at illbots.bandcam.com. As I mentioned, this is an absolute steal, man. Throw Stevie D, Big Perm, and DJ Sampson a few bucks. Listen to some awesome music. You'll be laughing. You'll be bobbing your head. You're going to have a good time. This tune is a remix of their previous tune called It's Illbotic, but it's the Super Mario version. I hope you dig it. Once again, I'm Steve. This is Gord. Have a good one. I do have a good one. Well, up jump the boogie, big perms back in the damn place for all the ugly hoes with the back over your damn face. Throw your hands up quick like you surrender. And up, up, down, down that bitch like it's Nintendo. I intend to make your nipples hot like it's December. Then we can get it popping like a face full of pimples. I'm the kind of nigga everybody wants to be around. I smoke cigarettes, drink beer until I fall down. Might throw up, might not. Hell, whatever. Two hours before work, let me get my shit together. Smelling like booze and feeling like pure hell. Smoke my last camera, can I I'm I'm like a Visa card, I'm everywhere you wanna be like big asses and titties. I'm everything you wanna see. Every time I step up, people say the same thing. Why is this flash rapper rapper sat that punk ass DVD? That's me, coming out the crap as a max drunk from Paps. All up in your rappers crap like dingleberries and ass crap. It's illbotic, you can't stop it. We ride product, it's illbotic. Coming out the slums, it's a crumbs, well, why the guns? You rap up those some, but you are dumb, you can't get none. Come on, that it's illbotic, you can't stop it. We ride I got I know what they call Ilbot. I got more flavor than you got. I shot more reps than you shot. A pop lock and make it disappear like more shots. Yes, I'm back in the motherfucking shack. Them 
Don't shoot smack and relapse. Don't eat waffles, I eat flapjacks. Lose quest in the middle of sad. So got goes out like men. And the chicks that I respin. Better patterns, I fuck you thin. I hate your skin, little friend. Fuck you, I'm so ill, I'm diseased. Let's stand there, biggest, most knees. They're respected by Jay Z's. Got hepatitis A through Z. That's cool. Fuck you and fuck firm too. Break it up, you're the ill boss too. I'ma go solo, it's time my own crew. Fuckin' five plus one minus two. Wait, that's six. Carry the one. Square root. Ah, fuck it. Coming out the crap is a max drunk from Paps. All up in your rappers crap like dingleberries and ass crack. It's illbotic, you can't stop it. We rock products. It's illbotic. Coming out the slums, it's a crumbs. Well, why the guns? You rap a bum, so so much you are dumb. You can't get none. Come on, that it's illbotic, you can't stop it. We rock products. It's illbotic. Show forever, motherfucker. <laughs>